No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Solomon beautifies the inner sanctuary of the temple with gold overlay and cherubim and makes artistic carvings on the walls and doors. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Kings chapter 6 on Simply the Bible. It was in David's heart to build the temple for the Lord. God said that he did well and that it was in his heart, but David's son Solomon was the one to build the house of the Lord. God gave David the plans for its construction, and Solomon would be the general contractor. Yesterday, we looked at the basic structure of the temple, its bones, if you will. Now we look at its glorious interior. We continue in 1 Kings chapter 6, verse 19. And he prepared the inner sanctuary inside the temple to set the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord there. The inner sanctuary was 20 cubits long, 20 cubits wide, and 20 cubits high. He overlaid it with pure gold and overlaid the altar of cedar. So Solomon overlaid the inside of the temple with pure gold. He stretched gold chains across the front of the inner sanctuary and overlaid it with gold. The whole temple he overlaid with gold until he had finished all the temple. Also, he overlaid with gold the entire altar that was by the inner sanctuary. No doubt, Solomon desired to build a temple that would honor the Lord and glorify him among the nations. When God gave Moses the instructions for the tabernacle, he also gave instructions to make garments for the high priest. And these were to be for glory and for beauty. I think that Solomon probably decorated the interior of the temple thinking the same thing, that it would be adorned for glory and for beauty. And that should also teach us that when we give God, we give him our best. Now, the inner sanctuary or most holy place was a cube, 30 feet by 30 feet by 30 feet, it was twice the size of the inner sanctuary of the tabernacle. All the cedar boards forming the walls in both the inner and outer sanctuaries were covered with gold. At the entrance to the most holy place were chains of gold. This was to prevent unauthorized entry, which would result in death. Only the high priest could go into the most holy place and then only one day a year on the Day of Atonement. In the outer sanctuary, in front of the entrance to the inner sanctuary, was the golden or incense altar. This was made of cedar wood and overlaid with gold. Each day the attending priest would offer incense on it, and this represented the prayers of the people going up before God. Now, when God gave instructions to Moses to build the tabernacle, he told him that it was according to the pattern that he had seen on Mount Sinai. We are told in the book of Hebrews that the things in the tabernacle were copies of heavenly things. So keep that in mind. The things in the temple also correspond to heavenly things. 
For example, there was an Ark of the Covenant in the temple. There is an Ark of the Covenant in heaven. Same with the altar of incense. There's one in the temple. There's one in heaven. It is helpful to keep these things in mind as we consider how we approach God. Because everything about the temple is designed to express the awesome dignity, splendor, and holiness of God's presence. As mentioned, only the high priest could enter the most holy place, and he was required to sprinkle blood on the mercy seat, that is the lid of the Ark of the Covenant, for his own sins and the sins of the people. That teaches us that approaching God is not a light or frivolous matter and must be undertaken in the exact way that God has prescribed, through the blood shed for us. Now, by faith in Jesus Christ, we are most privileged to enter the most holy place whenever we want. However, it is wise for us to consider that this free access was purchased for us with the blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. It is now His blood that is upon the heavenly mercy seat. Therefore, let us often approach the throne of grace with confidence, but also with reverence, for the one who sits there is holy. Verse 23, Inside the inner sanctuary he made two cherubim of olive wood, each ten cubits high. One wing of the cherub was five cubits, and the other wing of the cherub five cubits, ten cubits from the tip of one wing to the tip of the other. And the other cherub was ten cubits. Both cherubim were of the same size and shape. The height of one cherub was ten cubits, and so was the other. Then he set the cherub inside the inner room, and they stretched out the wings of the cherubim so that the wing of the one touched one wall, and the wing of the other cherub touched the other wall, and their wings touched each other in the middle of the room. Also he overlaid the cherubim with gold. Now, there is much detail given here about these two cherubim that were in the holy place that were constructed from olive wood and covered with gold. These overshadowed the two solid gold cherubim that were on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. The cherubim were 15 feet high and each of their wingspans was 15 feet. Their wingtips touched the wall on one side and the wingtip of the adjacent cherub on the other side, spanning the entire 30-foot width of the inner sanctuary. Whereas the two cherubim on the mercy seat faced each other, these large cherubim faced forward toward the door of the inner sanctuary. Then he carved all the walls of the temple all around both the inner and outer sanctuaries with carved figures of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. And the floor of the temple he overlaid with gold both the inner and outer sanctuaries. The tabernacle had embroidered cherubim in the tent coverings. Solomon's temple had carved cherubim, palm trees, and flowers in the cedar wood comprising the walls of both the inner and outer sanctuaries. Then these carvings were covered with gold. And finally, the floor of the temple was covered with gold. Now Solomon had much gold in his kingdom, both the gold that David had set aside as well as the gold that Solomon had brought in. But I can't even imagine how much this would cost to construct this today. 
Now, in the outer sanctuary, there would be 10 lampstands. I can't even imagine how beautiful it must have appeared with the lamplight reflecting off all these golden surfaces. For the entrance of the inner sanctuary, he made doors of olive wood. The lintel and doorposts were one-fifth of the wall. The two doors were of olive wood, and he carved on them figures of cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers, and overlaid them with gold, and he spread gold on the cherubim and on the palm trees. So for the door of the sanctuary, he also made doorposts of olive wood, one-fourth of the wall, and the two doors were of cypress wood. Two panels comprised one folding door, and two panels comprised the other folding door. Then he carved cherubim, palm trees, and opened flowers on them and overlaid them with gold applied evenly on the carved work. We're told here that Solomon constructed doors from olive wood for the entrance to the inner sanctuary. The lintel and doorposts took up one-fifth of the wall, or in other words, six feet. Like the walls, they were carved with cherubim, palm trees, and flowers and covered with gold. Now, in 2 Chronicles 3.14, we are told that there was also a veil of blue, purple, crimson, and fine linen with cherubim woven into it. The exterior doors of the outer sanctuary were bifold and made of cypress, pine, or fir. Their lintel and doorposts took up seven and a half feet. They were carved with cherubim, palm trees, and flowers, and covered with gold like the walls of the sanctuary. As with the tabernacle, there was only one entrance into the sanctuary. That's significant because there is only one way to God. In John 10:7, Jesus said, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. The only way of access to God is through the door of Jesus Christ. While every person will stand before God as judge and give an account of himself, only those who come through the door of Jesus may approach God as Father. Everyone who enters the most holy place through this door finds abundant and eternal life. Verse 36. And he built the inner court with three rows of hewn stone and a row of cedar beams. Surrounding the temple structure was the inner court or the court of the priests. This is where the bronze altar was located where animal sacrifices were made. A wall surrounded the inner court and separated it from the outer court, and this wall was made of three rows of stone and a row of cedar beams. And in the eleventh year, in the month of Bull, which is the eighth month, the house was finished in all its details and according to all its plans. So he was seven years in building it. Precisely, it took Solomon seven and a half years to complete the temple. Now, in the New Testament, we are told that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit, both individually and collectively. Christ is in us, the hope of glory. 
We don't have to go to a physical location to worship God. We can worship Him wherever we are and whenever we want. Jesus told the Samaritan woman at the well, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. The beautiful thing is that if we will come through the door of Jesus Christ, that is, through faith in His name, then we can approach God whenever we want. We can come to the throne of grace and receive mercy and help in our time of need. I don't know about you, but I need that a lot. We can worship God in the inner sanctuary of our hearts. But as we do so, let us approach Him with reverence and awe and with the recognition of the price Jesus paid for us with His own blood. As we draw near to God, He will draw near to us. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to other episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Next week, we'll see where Solomon builds several other structures using costly hewn stone, bronze, and skilled artisans. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Kings on Simply the Bible.